Welcome to Psalm 90. Also, welcome to the fourth book of the Psalms, which is from Psalm 90 to Psalm 106. As mentioned earlier, the book of Psalms is divided into five books, each containing Psalms attributed to various authors. For example, the first book contains most of David's Psalm and it emphasizes on how God is besides us. The second book has other Psalms such as the sons of Korah, Asaph and Solomon appear too. Of course, David still has more Psalms attributed to him and this book emphasizes on how God goes before us. The third book has more Psalms from Asaph and fewer Psalms from Korah and David and it emphasizes on how God is around us. And the fourth book, which is the book of study now, has more Psalms from David and one Psalm from Moses and the focus is on God being above us. Well, did you know Psalm 90 is the only song of Moses in the entire collection of Psalms? But there are of course two other songs in the Pentateuch, that is Exodus 15 and Deuteronomy chapter 32, as well as, as the blessings of the tribes of Israel and Deuteronomy chapter 33. Of course, there is a context to the Psalm. The context is probably best understood when we read the Psalm in view of Israel's wilderness. The wilderness was indeed characterized by Israel's repetitive unfaithfulness and God's subsequent punishment that came upon them. Moses here begins the psalm by focusing on God's unchanging nature. In verse 1 he says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Yes, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Now you know Israel lived in constant need of refuge and protection during their years in the wilderness. They were exposed to all kinds of danger and Moses knew, he knew as a leader that God alone was their dwelling place and God alone was their shelter. He also knew that God's help did not start with the exodus from Egypt but he had been their dwelling place in all generations from the days of their patriarch Abraham. In verse 2 he says, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Here Moses acknowledges God's existence from everlasting to everlasting. He says, Before anything existed, God was. From eternity past to eternity future, He exists independent of all His creation. In fact, in verses 4, Moses presents to us the eternal perception of time from God's standpoint. He says, For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, and like a watch in the night. Yes, God is eternal and He sees things from eternal perspective. But Moses also goes on to say something very interesting. He says, Yes, God is eternal, but man is temporal. God is eternal, but man is temporal. In verses 5 he says, For man is like the morning grass. It flourishes and grows up, and in the evening it is cut down and it is withered. In fact, you will remember, James reminds us that man is but like a vapor that appears for a while and then it vanishes. In fact, in verse 10, Moses says, The days of our lives are 70 years, and if by reason of strength they are 80 years, yet their boast is only labor and sorrow, for it will soon be cut off and we will fly away. The brevity of life, isn't it? The brevity of life is just about 70 to 80 and perhaps today with medical advancements 90 years, but soon it will be gone. However, Moses also makes a beautiful prayer in the light of the brevity of life. He prays in verse 12, he says, Teach us, O Lord, to number our days that we may gain a heart of understanding. In the light of the brevity of life, would you teach us, O Lord, to number our days, to reckon our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. 
Indeed, we number our years, don't we, at every birthday, but Moses seems to remind us to number our days so that we would live our lives wisely. You know, the other day my son walked up to me and said, "Dad, tell me how old are you?" I said, "Why?" He said, "Because I have programmed this code on my laptop to tell you how long you will live if you live till 90 years." Honestly, I was very hesitant. Who wants to know how many days is left? But since he was so proud of programming it, I didn't want to disappoint him. So I gave him my age and he keyed it in and there we had my days on earth. It said I had 17,885 days and 2,488 weeks and just about 588 months in total to love. Oh yes, oh Lord, teach me to number my days so that I may gain a heart of wisdom in knowing how to live it and live it for the glory of God it is Warren Wiersbe who writes it is wiser to live one day at a time like the changing of the guard or taking a nap or mowing the lawn well it really doesn't matter how long we live but it definitely matter how well we live and how well we live for the days God has ordained for each one of us In verse 7 following Moses recounts God's anger against his people. In fact, it must have been crushing for Moses to see the whole generation melt away in the wilderness, dying away under the judgment of God. People had become rebellious, wayward and sinful, and God's judgment had sure come their way. So in verse 13 Moses prays, "Return, O Lord, how long? How long? And have compassion on all your servants, or satisfy us early with your mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days in which you have afflicted us, the years in which we have seen evil. Let your work appear to your servants and your glory to their children, and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, O Lord, establish the work of of our hands. Well, we know God let his people into the promised land. He gave them peace in the land. He gave them prophets and kings as well, and he established the work of their hands. His favor and his gracious influence and his glorious presence was with his people indeed. And as New Testament believers, we know about the eternal glory beyond all comparison in 2 Corinthians 4 and 17, an eternal rest that God promises us to those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is said that Charles Spurgeon was once visiting a believer who was dying. He said, "Farewell, friend. I shall never see you in the land of the living." To which the dying Christian replied, "No preacher, I shall see you again in the land of the living. This indeed is the land of the dying." Yes, in the light of the eternity, life on earth is very short, no matter how long we may live, and each day of our lives, we need God's help to live this days wisely and joyfully and live each day in the light of eternity too. Shall we pray? Yes, Lord, would you teach me to number my days that I may gain a heart of wisdom? No matter how long I live, I would live each day with God's help and live it for the glory of your name and live it in the light of eternity. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.